Happy Wednesday, everybody. Thank you so much for downloading or streaming the Be Our Guest podcast. So glad you're here for more of your listener questions here on a Wednesday. Pam and Ricky join me and we tackle some fun questions today, including getting from the Grand Floridian over to Geyser Point. Can you take one boat? The answer is no, you got to take two. So we talk about getting over there, but it's a lot of fun. We also talk about staying at Caribbean Beach for the very first time. The Skyliner is great, but our listeners a little intimidated by the size of Caribbean Beach. So we give some ideas as to what you want to think about when requesting a room at this resort. We also get a question about Marathon Weekend 2024. We have a guest that is planning on running the full marathon on Sunday is he going to be okay just flying in on Saturday or should he be there on Friday? We give some pros and cons on that as well. This and many other questions coming your way on today's show. Don't forget our show is always brought to you by the magic for less travel. The agents are standing by right now to help you plan an amazing Walt Disney world, Disneyland, Disney cruise line, or adventures by Disney trip. Just swing by the website today and fill out that free, no obligation quote form while you're there. They're over at the magic for less.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. That one extra click supports everything we do throughout the year. It really does help everything we do. So please click through BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And a sincere thank you to the patrons of the Be Our Guest Podcast. You make all these shows possible, and we could not do this without you. Our patrons also get that bonus show every week. It's called Mike in the Midwest. If you'd like to join us, we'd sure love to have you. Come on over, Patreon.com. Slash be our guest podcast. Ready to take a trip to the world? You found the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage. Welcome to episode 2,242 of the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Rallman from BeOurGuestPodcast.com and one of the senior agents over at the Magic for Less Travel. Happy Wednesday to you. Hope you're having a great week. And hey, a bunch of us are getting ready to get out of here and head down to Walt Disney World for Princess Half Marathon Weekend. So safe travels to everybody that is headed down south. Actually, you know what? There's a couple of you that are probably headed north to the races. I didn't think about that. We have friends that live south of Walt Disney World. That's weird, but there are people. That, I'm not saying you're weird. I'm just saying most of us are heading south. But either way, if you're heading west, north, east, doesn't matter. We're going to see you down at Walt Disney World this weekend. So if you see us, say, hey, we're going to have a good time. Let me just tell you one thing. It's going to be hot this weekend down at Walt Disney World. And I know our friends up in Minnesota, up in the Dakotas, up, you know, north are like, shut up, Mike. We're buried in like 18 inches of snow and ice. I don't want to hear about, oh, it's going to be so hot because it's going to be 90 degrees. Hey, we're running and I'm used to running in very climate controlled conditions. So this is going to be a rough one, but we're going to have a good time. So follow along on social media. We're going to have a good time and really looking forward to seeing lots of our friends down at Walt Disney World this weekend. But before we get out of here, we have to take care of business. And that's what we do here on Wednesdays. We answer your listener questions. So joining me from the BOGP Studios headquarters down in the southeast, down in Atlanta, Georgia, we have Ricky, who you can check out all the time over at themouseforless.com. What's up, Ricky? Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday, and I'm excited for those of you guys running this weekend. You're going to have such a great time and uh, enjoy the heat. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's just 
it's going to be a blast down there. So I'm jealous of everyone who gets to go down because I will not be there this weekend. So let me, ask, me. let me ask you this. So you've obviously been kind of watching from afar this past week as you saw President's Weekend, you know, down at Walt Disney World. One of the we talked about this on Sunday Night's Live Call-In Show. It's one of the busiest weekends of the yes. year, you know, with Martin Luther King weekend. But I think President's was way busier than Martin Luther King this year. Oh, yeah. What'd you yeah. think? I mean, first time and we had back to back days, Sunday, Monday, where Genie Plus sold out at, at theme parks. Yeah, I mean, that was definitely a surprise um, that it was this weekend that it sold out. But, you know, it kind of makes sense because I feel like, you know, this weekend, um, more and more schools, I feel like they have a longer weekend. You know, back in the day, it used to just be, you know, President's Day was all you had off. Uh, but now I feel like they get like more of a like, not really a winter break, but they get usually a, at least a four day weekend. And so... I feel like that's a lot easier to sneak down to Florida or if you're in Florida to get away and go on a staycation than it is when it's just a simple, simple three day weekend. Um, so I think that that plus you've got Mardi Gras yeah. this week, you know, it's yesterday. So um, I, I think and a lot of people have like that time off, too. So I feel like the combination between Mardi Gras as well as uh, President's Day weekend just made the crowds even more insane. Uh, and, uh, you know, they used to say that President's Day weekend was a good weekend to visit Walt Disney World. But, man, I'm going to tell you, I've I've paid attention these past few years and President's Day weekend is definitely busier than people expect. Way busier than Martin Luther King Jr. weekend. Um, so, yeah, it's 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 definitely creeping up there to be one of the busier times to visit Walt Disney World. That's for sure. Yeah, I think the circumstances have changed, right? It's not such a big deal to be out of school. And I think you nailed it, too, because at Pam's school where she teaches, the kids were off Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Yeah, that's five days. Because yeah, they, they have professional development on Thursday. They have these built in mental health days for the teachers, for the staff. Gotcha which was Friday and they're off on, they were off on Monday for president's day. So, yeah. I mean, obviously right there, that's a mini break. And so travel, yeah. right. I mean, it's a great opportunity for travel. So I think that's it. And I think too, a lot more can be done nowadays, post COVID virtually, you know, sure. uh, you know, take your work with you than maybe a decade ago. So uh, let me ask Pam because uh, she has, um, she, she's a perfect example of this. Uh, I, yeah. I don't know that she's a resident of uh, Pennsylvania anymore because She's still down at Walt Disney World from uh, Christmas. No, just kidding. She was back for a few hours to take her trees down. We have Pam right. Forrester, Cone Wait, of the Magic the trees for Less down, Trouble. I, I don't even know. Hey, that's a good question. Are the trees down? Hey, yes, the trees were okay. down before I left. But okay, okay. All right, she's, that's good. She's hanging out today because last week she checked in. Disney's Yacht Club Resort today. Pop Tops and Flip Flops. Margar yes. Margaritaville. Dude, Margaritaville. Isn't this where we all want to be podcasting from? You are winning life, Pam. What's up? Yeah. I know, right? Um, I can walk over to the pool and yes, uh, yeah, so we're in one of the Margaritaville cottages, um, which is actually, so it is a partner hotel for Walt Disney World Vacation. So if you're taking a big group down and want to stay like all in the same building, um, you know, you can rent one of these cottages. They have cottages that are up to eight bedrooms. You can add, uh, you can make that a Walt Disney World package, um, staying here, adding tickets, 
and they have transportation to the parks or you can drive um, in and out to the park. So it is a good option for larger groups. The other thing with this is they have a full kitchen, the cottages do, and you can get ones that have their own little private pool in addition to the resort pool as well. Um, you have to book through like either Walt Disney Travel Company or um, travel agents have a few different resources we can book to have access to all the other resort amenities that are here, like the resort pool and things like that, which is definitely worth having access to. But yeah, it's, um, we're enjoying it. We're having a good time. It's sort of like an old Key West sort of vibe. See, you know, yeah, I that. love that. Yeah. You know how I feel I about old Key West, man. That is my I jam. know. <laughs> it's, it's sort of, they always playing like Buffett music. This is kind of like Radio Margaritaville on a Sirius XM kind of the vibe, like. Yeah, like on weekends, they have live entertainment at the pool, which is huge, by the way, and shaped like a flip flop, I think. Um, so anyway, <laughs> tequila. Yes. I'm sure tequila flows uh, plentiful at that resort around the pool. Yes, yes, yeah. it does. But anyways, it's a good option. And it's really it's very close um, to Walt Disney World on property. So it's nice to know that there are some Walt Disney World packages that also include accommodations off-site. Nice. And shout out to our good friend Fulton out in uh, Indiana. He says that he just got a new job at Texas Roadhouse, and so we're proud of him. And uh, great job, because Texas Roadhouse one of my favorite places to dine, especially early, the early dine before 6. One of the best bargains around here in St. Louis. Good job, Fulton. Okay, first question of the day comes from Sean in the live chat. Happy Monday. Best way to get from the Grand Floridian to Geyser Point. Is there a direct boat? We need our friend Phil for this one. Because he would uh, he'd be right? an expert. You know, I'm trying to think. I don't think there's a direct boat. You have to make there's a transfer, not. right, Pam? Where would you transfer on that one? You do. I would take uh, the boat or monorail over to the Magic Kingdom and then take the boat right over to the Wilderness Lodge. And, you know, besides the Skyliner, because I will say the Skyliner is absolutely my favorite mode of Walt Disney World transportation, the boats are up there too, like the boats. But Steve and I were talking about this. We were actually on the Skyliner. We were both like, you know what? I think I like the Skyliner better than I like the monorail, which is saying wow. something because I like the monorail. Um, but I like the boats too, but yeah, um, the, the boats there, uh, in that area, I think in the magic kingdom area are fantastic. It's a great way to get around, but yeah, no, you do have to transfer. But I think I, it's all good. Nostalgia. I like the monorail better, but practicality. I think I like the Skyliner better too. Uh, Ricky, what, and what it do you eats think? people. It does. That's what I like. Right. It I mean, it's just, it's, cause it's like, you know, it's like a haunted mansion versus like a train. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it, yes. you don't have to sit around and wait. Like it's you know, right. sucking you up all the time. What, Ricky, are you, if you had to pick, I'm, I'm team Steve Skyliner. Gosh, I don't know. That's tough. I've never like had to think <laughs> about picking one. I know. Um, I, I, there's something about the monorail to me though. Like, I don't know. Like no. I still love the monorail. Like that's, that's just, that's, that's Disney to me, but you know, like the Skyliner, you know, for, you know, baby girl or whatever, like the Skyliner will be Disney to her potentially. So like, you know, right. it'll be interesting to see how that changes as time goes on. And people who grew up with the Skyliner think that that's a di very Disney thing. Cause you know, obviously we all grew up with the monorail as a very Disney thing, you know? Mm -hmm. So yeah, mm -hmm. I, for me, it's this monorail still, but it'll be interesting to see how time makes that change. And it probably will. 
Yeah, I, st- yeah. I still get super excited when I see the monorail. Like, I mean, oh, it, like yeah. it, it's still, you know, like I'm, I'm in front of the Magic Kingdom and I see like two monorails going by, like, you know, head to head. Like mm-hmm. I, I take a picture every time, you know, I've seen it. I've seen it probably a hundred times in my life at this point, but it's still yes. magical how it floats down that beam. I'm just like, <laughs> I mean, I've seen it so many times. I don't care. It's awesome. So that, that's why I love Walt Disney World. Okay. Here's a, here's an email I got yesterday. I got to read this one from listener Zach. And he said, Hey Mike, I downloaded the Podbean uh, this week, which is our host of the app and started going back and listening to the show, starting with episode one. Okay, now Ooh. think about this. We've got over 2,300 episodes if you count our old live shows and stuff and specials. My wife and I have been listening to the show since 2016, but I just wanted to go back and hear some of the older stuff that you guys did years ago before we started listening. It's like taking a step back in time, and I came across episode 90 of you giving your trip report of the half marathon from 2009. When back Disney- when Mike didn't train. Yes, that's true. Uh, when Disney only did the half and full marathons uh, with the Disneyland race registration that happened this week and the way the past few registrations for marathon weekend have gone. I figured you might think this was funny as I did. We ran our first run Disney event in 2019 and it's crazy to think that you said the half used to only be $95 and it would sell out in a, in about three weeks. That's true. It took some time. Yeah, The times have definitely changed. Also, just want to say thank you for everything you do. I listen to numerous podcasts and the quality of your show compared to some of the others I listen to is incomparable. You guys always do a great job. And one of my favorite shows of the week is actually the Mike in the Midwest and getting to hear what you've been up to. Thanks again for everything you do. And I look forward to listening. So, Zach, thank you so much. And I mean, that's the thing is like we started the show in 2008. Yeah. Right. So. Actually, in about three weeks, we'll celebrate 15 years of doing the show wow. nonstop, nonstop. So stop it. We do stop not, it right we, now. We have not taken a break ever Woo, for any no. any weeks, 15 solid years in, in three weeks. So hopefully I'll make it through this weekend. Um, but Don't die. I know, seriously. But um, yeah, when you think about it, $95 for half a marathon, I think it's like 240 now or something like 230. It, it, I don't even look anymore because if you look, you don't get signed up. And if you look, you just you're like, I can't pay that. You just pay it. Yeah, uh, if you think you, about it, you dude, might not. And you don't even get in like half the time. You don't like it's like I have my credit card. Like I, sorry, sucker. You know you you got the wrong end of the queue. You know like I because with the half marathon for Disneyland, it it went the way I expected it to go. I had five screens up. I had my phone, my iPad, two MacBook Airs, and my desktop. And, you know, mission control and it, all the other people that were signed up exactly the same, except for Joe Ficus probably had 50 screens because I've seen yeah, his I mission mean, control. He's, definitely got Dude, he's screens, yeah. NASA has nothing on him. I'm just saying no. he could he could definitely put people on planets. Yeah, I don't have that much power. My house would dim if I had that many computers going. But I had five. And, you know, so then you get all these screens like this one has more than an hour in the queue. This one has 53 minutes. And then all of a sudden one will jump and you get excited. And they'll jump back up. You're like, wait, what happened? How come I'm going up? I'm going the wrong way. And then all of a sudden, no, oh, this one's gone. This one's gone. And I didn't get into the Dumbo Dumbo double there, which I really, really wanted. But I did get into the half. So yeah, I get to go to Disneyland. So that's good. Yay. 13 miles. That'd be woo-woo. So I'm excited for that. But yeah, it's it's so if you ever want to go back and check them out, just go to pod uh brgspodcast.podbean.com and you can uh <laughs> take the the trip back in time. It's definitely crazy. And we sounded really weird back then too. So 
I mean, we, we've hopefully made the podcast sound better over 14 years. And, you know, again, we just upgraded the studio this past uh, past month. So we'll see. Uh, Valerie's got a question. She's down in Louisville, Kentucky. She says, hey, Mike, I found your podcast last year while planning for my family's first Disney trip. And I love all your content you provide and your positive energy. We were in Disney World last year, the week of the shutdown during Hurricane Ian. We're now planning to return in October and hope to have a redo of last year's trip without the hurricane this time. I just knocked on some wood for you, Valerie. Actually, it's not wood. It's like it's fake stuff that came from Amazon, but it's a desk. So I tried. Here's my question. She says, my family loves the convenience of the Skyliner, as we were just saying. (laughs) Perfect timing. So, So we plan to stay at Caribbean Beach. The size of the resort is intimidating me a bit, and I'm wondering if it's worth requesting a certain section. I love the idea of being close to the Skyliner and the Riviera, but we also have two young kids and a double stroller, so I'm a bit worried about being too far from the main area. I also know some of the rooms are getting an upgrade, which would be nice to experience. I'm sure every area has its pros and cons, so do you have any insight, or should we just let fate decide where we end up? Thanks for all you do, Valerie. Again, I cannot request any rooms because one of my New Year's resolutions, I will not request rooms this year. So I will let fate decide for me this weekend at Coronado. We'll see what happens. And uh, But Pam, what do you, you've stayed at Caribbean Beach many, many times. What would you say in this situation? They got two young kids, double stroller, because you got you got to kind of decide, right? I mean, do you just roll the dice? Do you want to be closer to the main area, the pool, the food court at Caribbean Beach? Do you want to be closer to the Riv? Do you want to be closer to the Skyliner? Because they're all different areas. I know it really is, and um, those new rooms look beautiful. And the rooms that were done, or that the buildings that they were working on first, were the buildings that were actually the first, the furthest away. They were the pirate rooms, so. Um, I would not count on being able to get one of those or even requesting those at this point. That refurbishment, they showed us those beautiful rooms and I haven't heard a lot about the refurbishment yet. So um, just, I think watch for that. I think they'll eventually roll out, but we I don't even know that there's a whole building done to even request at this point. I think I would request, I might consider a preferred room in this case. And the reason being is that think about the times that you need to go to the main building to either get food or things like that, as compared to the number of times that you'll be taking transportation to the parks. Mm -hmm. Um, I think just having that ability to go there is, is really good. That's where the main pool is. That's the pool. Your kids are going to want to swim in because it's really themed. And even though Caribbean beach does have the most pools, for one resort on property, you know which one they're going to want to swim at. Of that course. pirate pool. Yes. I mean, why would you not want to do that, right? So you'll be going there for that. You'll be going there to get meals. Your refillable mug will be there. Um, so I think that's what I would choose. If not um, a preferred room, then I would request one of the rooms that's maybe right across the bridge from the central area of that resort. And you won't have too long of a walk um, to get to either the Caribbean Beach um, Skyliner Station or to walk over to the Riviera Station, too, if you're at one of those. So go and enjoy. There's something about Caribbean Beach. It really kind of holds a special place in my heart. We honeymooned there. It was the first moderate resort that Disney built. So the rooms are a little larger. The foliage is a little more mm-hmm. grown and mature and it feels it like it feels that that whole 
theme, I think it lives that theme really, really well. Um, mm -hmm. And when you see something tropical, I think you just think vacation, right? You're in vacation mode whenever you see that. So mm -hmm. enjoy. I Personally, I like Aruba. I mean, I, I don't really ask but i've stayed in aruba a couple times and i think that's kind of a really sweet spot because it it what it is you mentioned it, it's by the bridge so you're across mm -hmm. and you're not too far down jamaica is the closest to the uh, skyliner but you're the next village from that but you're also mm -hmm. right at the bridge there and you go right across that bridge like where the playground is so the kids might want to play on that playground which is on that kind of like island there yeah and then boom, you're right by the then come the bridge comes out right by the feature pool and then you're right there by banana cabana or whatever that's called and yeah. you're right into the main area so aruba is not a bad spot to ask for it's kind of it's kind of a compromise you're not real close to the it riviera is. but it, it's a good compromise for kind of everything she's looking for and don't discount banana cabana <laughs> um, if you're looking for a quick meal that's a good place i think to go and get one and uh we have a good friend who works there lily so yeah that's right yeah. Yeah, I'm looking Just for. <laughs> think if Hannah worked there, it'd be Hannah's Banana Cabana. Oh my gosh, Hannah Banana. Cabana. That'd be cool. Right. Anyway, that's stupid. Okay, so uh, <laughs> that's what I do. I'm a dad. Okay, uh, next. <laughs> sorry, Valerie. Uh, next uh, question oh, is yeah. from Dennis. Okay, hang on, hang on. Uh, let's see here. I paid all that yes, money. Yeah, crickets. Yeah, that's crickets. Correct, okay, yes. I, you know, paid all that upgrade money. Let me hit the crickets. Okay, uh, Dennis says, "Hope you're doing well, Mike. Uh, we started to plan our trip for next year's marathon weekend. It'll be my first Walt Disney World marathon experience. I'm planning on doing the full. Question for you: Packet pickup and expo would be Saturday. Are we okay to fly into Orlando on Saturday, or is that pushing it too close? And we should make it Friday." We plan on starting our actual Walt Disney World touring vacation portion of the trip from Sunday afternoon and want to save as many days as possible for that. On the end of our trip, what would you recommend, Dennis? Okay, so Dennis is running the full, which obviously takes place on Sunday. He's only doing the full. That's the only place at Walt Disney where you say only running a full because that's a right. race. You, I think you are okay getting there on Saturday, but I would I would come in early Saturday. You know, I'd make sure that you got a flight coming in before. Try to land before like ten, so that you have a buffer. I think you're going to be okay with that. Friday would be better. I mean, because I'm very conservative. I like to be there early. I'm very paranoid. Like, I'm only running the ten and the half this weekend, but I'm still coming in on Thursday just because I'm like, you know, I'm totally paranoid about things like that. I don't yeah. want to miss out. And it's, you know, it's not a full marathon or anything, but ideally Friday. But if you are trying to push it, I think Saturday would work because you still have time to get to the to the expo, grab your stuff, then, you know, chill out that night, grab some dinner and, and be OK. Uh, Ricky, you think think he's OK? I mean, some people, you know, it's just how aggressive you want to be in your planning. Yeah, I would uh, I, I would err on the side of caution and probably come in on on Friday night, uh, you know, at the, the, very thing too, the thing too is with like, it's January and weather can be so yes, sketchy in exactly most places why. in January. So that fickle. makes me nervous. Exactly. So I would it come does. in Friday night and just make sure that I was there, uh, just to make, like, even if you got the last flight out like that, you know, if you were hadn't had to work or something that day, like just even the last flight out is going to be a better choice. I feel like than you know, early on Saturday. Cause I feel like there's way too many things that can happen on Saturday that could delay you. So I would come in on Friday. All right. Jason's got a question here in the live chat. He is tuned in live on Facebook as we record. If you could swap out animatronics with a cast member on an attraction, what would it be? 
His example is Carousel of Progress. So I guess he says kind of take the dad out of Carousel of Progress and yeah. <laughs> also make him a, a live person. person. So here's, here's mine real quick, because I've thought about this many times. Because I've heard of this happening. I would love to have that last pirate, Jack Sparrow, be like yeah. really like Jack Sparrow, like Johnny Depp. I know he's like yeah. a controversial guy. And I at Disneyland, I was hoping, like it says my only time out there, right? I'm like, <laughs> I kept telling Pam, I'm like, dude, we're in LA. Like we're in Anaheim. This could, like when we come around this corner, could like, it, like could he could happen. be there. Like, but it wasn't. So, it, it, but I would love that. I've always like wanted to see that. And I know they actually do that during some of the Halloween Sometimes. parties. I know. I've never seen that. I think it'd be awesome. So Ricky, what would you do? Who would you swap out? Do a little swappy swappy. Um, I would, I would like for them to go back and have a cast member living with the land. I see. I was thinking I that too, but there's nobody there to swappy swappy, but yeah, that'd be, that'd be way better. That was cool. I mean, you're swappy swapping with the, uh, the, you know, the, the audio on the boat. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, that's, that's what I would do. I would go back to a cast member living with the land. That's me. Do -do -do -do. So. I just love that beginning of that ride. Yeah. yeah. God, I love that ride. That's the best ride ever. Okay. Pam, what do you got? All right, so I'm thinking Spaceship Earth, man. Ooh. Think of all those people that you'd get to see. The real Foxy Brown would be in there. <laughs> you'd have the sleeping monks. You'd have, I mean, there'd be lots of good stuff. Bill Gates would be in there, right? Right. Remember? Yeah, we'd have Bill Gates. Yeah. The, <laughs> no, that's yeah. Steve Jobs. I think. Oh, maybe oh, it is Steve Jobs. Or it could it be is. Steve Wozniak. I, I don't know. know. That it's, it's kind of, but, but here's the deal. There's a hidden, there's a hidden, Thing there for Apple. There's a there's a if you look closely, there's an album and it's Fleetwood Mac. Uh -huh. Get it for the That's Mac. So it's it's either Waz or it's it's Steve Jobs, I think. All right. Who knows? Whatever. We'll get we'll get uh, all the people there. All, <laughs> all the people the that are represented. Yes. All of them. There you go. Good question, Jason. Thank you so much. Uh, Katie's here in our live chat. She says, resort question for you guys. I booked a three-night room-only reservation at Pop. My husband and I will stay the first night. Leave for off-site. Then my parents will stay the last two nights. Will that be an issue? Is there anything I need to uh, tell the resort? We will also both have a car. Thanks for your input. Pam, what about that? So they have a three-night stay. They're going to be there the first night. They're going to have to go off-site for a night. And then her parents are coming in. She just yeah, put the parents on the reservation. Two, yeah, you'd be better off making two reservations, actually. Um, I mean, I understand. I, I guess I sort of understand. But in your My Disney experience, you're going to want to connect that to your My Disney experience so that you can have the benefits of staying on site. Um, and your magic band works or your phone works to get you into the room. Um so you'd be better off really doing two reservations. I don't even know that Disney would keep you in the same room. The other alternative would to be put to put all of you on. Yeah, if there's the four resort. people or less, that's what I'm thinking. Just right. put them all four but in the you one. Would you would have to then pay the extra, yeah, extra twenty five dollars yeah. per or, or not twenty five, um, but you know the extra, the extra charge yeah, for the each. two extra adults. Yep. Yep. For the third and fourth. So. Adult. Yeah, I, I I really think it's better to do three and two. Yeah. Um, that's just it will work better. Hundred percent. Yes, it will. Okay. Next question is from Seth down in Mandeville, Louisiana. Mike and crew hope all is well with everyone, and wishing Ricky and baby a happy, healthy entrance to the world soon. How about that? 
So the family and I have booked a quick long weekend at Boardwalk for June. We arrive Friday afternoon, no park day Saturday, and head to Epcot Sunday. My question for you guys is this, where do we eat? We usually stay at Boulder Ridge and when we go to Walt Disney World in the summers, but we have never stayed at Boardwalk. We've been there before, of course, to get ice cream, but have never stayed there, nor have we eaten at any of the places. Suggestions for a table service dinner Friday night, breakfast Saturday morning, quick service lunch Saturday, and table service Saturday night. We ain't fancy people, and all four of us, the wife, me, and 13-year-old son and 10-year-old daughter, aren't picky eaters. Suggestions, please. We book dining in a month or so. Uh, many thanks, as always, guys. Seth from Louisiana. Happy Mardi Gras, Louisiana. The whole Yay. state will be the whole state will be migrating. Your whole state will be empty this week because everybody will be at Walt Disney World. Yeah, right. Yes, absolutely. Uh, every LSU fan will be on Main Street. I'm telling you, we need to have a parade. It'd be awesome. Uh, okay, so he's looking for a couple of like a break, quick service line. So let's just give him a couple dining. He's staying at Boardwalk for the first time. So anything. So Pam, you're you're really into the resorts and dining. So what would you suggest that maybe they check out? Because they're more usually at Boulder Ridge. So I I mean I absolutely am going to say Ale and Compass is worth checking out for breakfast or I for agree. dinner. Yep. Yes, they have a great dinner. Um, I I uh, it's one of our like solid go tos all the time kind of things. And what we've had there has been great. Um, I will just give a shout out to the lemon chicken. Woo, woo, lemon chicken. Because <laughs> it's so good. And I recommend it to everyone. And they're like, oh, my gosh, that's one of the best chickens I've ever had. So it's half a chicken. Um, so have that. But Allen Compass also has really great breakfast. They have a blueberry and bacon pancakes. They have the breakfast pizza, which has come back um, recently, which is great to see. They have chocolate waffles. My favorite. They have all mm -hmm. different kinds of stuff. So I really would, if you're looking for a sit down breakfast, give that a shot. Because you're staying at the boardwalk too, you're going to be able to easily walk over to the Yacht and Beach Club. So you have two counter service restaurants there um, from which to choose. You have Beach Club Marketplace, and you also have um, the Marketplace at Ale and Compass. So check those out as well. There's a great uh, pizza window there at the boardwalk where you can mm -hmm. get casual food. You can also get um, the burger place. Help me out. It's the brew and burger place. It has been there forever. Oh. Big, big river, river. Big river yeah. grill. Yeah. yeah that's Which it. I've it been there a couple times. It, it's, it's, it's average. Like it's, it, it is. Yeah. Just they, average. And they don't yeah, take it. They say. don't take ADRs. So you don't have to book no. anything. It, you just have to walk it, up. It's there for like in a pinch. Like it, yes, it's a good, it like it, it's a good and a pinch place to go eat. Absolutely. Yes. I was going to say it has the same menu since it opened uh, however many years ago, they will be opening up um, that new tea and bakery place, but that yeah. won't happen for a while now. So it will be after y'all live. I know, right? They took up ESPN. I know I'm sad about that until I get to start eating cupcakes and I'll probably yep. be happy. There's right. also the deli too at the boardwalk. Mm -hmm. Well, there's a, we're missing Trattoria El Forno, which I like right. Trattoria El Forno. We almost, when I go down with Scott, we eat there almost every time we're there. And I always have good, that lasagna they have there. I mean, it, for one thing, it's beautiful. And for another thing, it doesn't last longer than five minutes. It's in my belly. It's destroyed. It's gone. It is awesome. <laughs> yes. So, and yeah, it's, it's not true. fancy. Like, I mean, it looks fancy. Like when I take a picture of that and I send it to Pam at home, she's like, what is that? I'm like, Dude, it's just regular lasagna, but it's fancy looking. <laughs> I'm like, it tastes just like uh, pasta house. 
<laughs> like which is our you know right. kind of run of the mill you know pasta place here in St. Louis, but it's good. And so if you're not fancy and you like you know pasta, it's really really good. And they do have a good breakfast there. Um, the breakfast used to be a character meal. It is not right now. Nope. So if no you're the selections are really small. Not, yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's been it's been shaved down a lot. Um, but if you're just in a pinch and looking for a a breakfast, you know, sit down breakfast. It, it's an option. I would rather go to Ale and Compass, <laughs> like Pam suggested. Um, but yeah, if you're if you're looking for just a pinched breakfast, that's going to be something that you can do. But but yeah, they haven't brought the characters back yet there, and I know that that's something that a lot of people keep asking. When are the characters coming back for Trattoria Forno? And based off of things that I've heard, I don't know if they will come back. Um, you know, of course Disney will probably surprise us all this week and you know now that i've said that they'll be like characters coming back to trattoria we make it happen i know right but um yeah i don't know if they will be coming back there either so uh but it's there in a pinch if you need it and also josh it used go ahead go ahead it used to be one of my favorite breakfasts Um, yeah they had some really interesting things they brought back a few things i just pulled up the menu um they do have a, what they're calling a tiramisu bread pudding and an oak grilled steak and eggs they have a sunrise breakfast pizza but they used to have the uh breakfast calzone remember yes, that the thing? pizza pocket Humongous. yeah it was so good there was a marathon was weekend so i had that three different mornings because we were staying oh at boardwalk gosh. that year we had three mornings it was the big pizza pocket oh so good yeah for sure for sure um and as um josh is mentioning here in the chat you know, because you're staying at Boardwalk, you are just a Skyliner right away from the restaurants at Pop Century, Art of Animation, the Riviera, and Caribbean yeah. Beach. Oh, um, that just reminded Primo me of Primo Piatto, baby. You got to <laughs> go there. So good. It doesn't matter. Breakfast, lunch, dinner. I don't care. Even if it's not open, rob the place. It's awesome. No, I didn't say that. I shouldn't have said that, but I'm saying it's that good. Burglar. <laughs> Burglarize the place. There you go. <laughs> so good yes there you go good. i mean d- just don't drop my name when you know when you're giving your alibi okay <laughs> this next question kind of confusing put your thinking caps on this will be the last question of the day so we're gonna clear right it says it. park hopping slash stacking question it's from chris Uh-oh. hey mike and the bogp gang we're headed to walt disney world with a party of five wasn't there a show called that a long time ago? Yes. Uh, for my brother's birthday, this April 9th through the 11th, we only have two days in the park, and I'm doing our best to maximize our park time. We're staying at the Polynesian. On day one, our park reservation is for Epcot. We're rope dropping Epcot for early entry, then hopping to Hollywood Studios. We'll be taking the very first Hollywood Studios bus and then power walking to the International Gateway to get on Remy first thing. It worked like a charm last time. I like this. Wait. He's being creative. I like I like the way he's thinking here. Wait, what? They're they're gonna get they're gonna take they're the get... first bus to Hollywood Studios and just walk because that'll take them to the International Gateway. So but they're already in Epcot. There. No, this is the plan. Like to get to Epcot that morning. Oh, to get to Epcot, they're going to take they're going to take a Hollywood transport- Studios bus to get to get to Epcot to rope drop Epcot. I thought they said they were going to be there for early entry at Epcot. Well, that's the plan. Yeah, they're going to. But, but they gonna, wouldn't offer transportation. Oh, yeah, yeah, they, yeah, they would. Because Never mind. okay, okay. Yep, having a got baby, it. having a baby brain. There no, you go. I just no, forgot. Just 
that, that that they do all four parks for early entry in the morning now. So yeah. Yes, yeah, and yeah. so they're gonna. It's, it's, it. it's actually genius. They're gonna because that because they're the Polynesian, right? So they got it. They're gonna get right because got it. Because if they okay, take the yes. monorail, they're gonna be in the front, and so okay. they're gonna have to right. maneuver all the way. But it's, Chris is smart. He's got his thinking cap on. Okay, second paragraph. This is where it gets. Good. That was the easy part, Ricky. That was the oh, easy. Oh man, was, I'm in trouble now. That was the first grade part. Here we go. This is the like high school stuff. Here's his plan. It's 7 a.m. One, we'll get in the virtual queue for Guardians, unless it's changed by then. Two, we'll grab a lightning lane for Slinky Dog after 2 p.m., of course. And then three, we'll buy an individual lightning lane for Rise of the Resistance. This all might happen on the bus because Hollywood Studios opens at 8 o'clock a.m. for early entry. So we'll take the 7 a.m. bus to Hollywood Studios. Then we'll walk back to the International Gateway for early entry at Epcot, which is at 8.30. We're going straight to Remy, Test Track, and Guardians of the Galaxy. While we're enjoying these attractions at Epcot, I'll be stacking our attractions at Hollywood Studios. Here's my question. I know we can make our next Lightning Lane selection two hours after a park opens, but if our first park is Epcot, opening at 9 o'clock, and I'm making Lightning Lane selections at Hollywood Studios, opening at 8.30, Will I be making my next lightning lane selection at 11 a.m. Epcot time or at 10.30 a.m. Hollywood Studios time? Thanks for taking my question and thanks as always for your help. Love the podcast. Chris, I have no idea. <laughs> my brain is smoking right now. So Thinking about the all first that. lightning lane is that they're going to make is for Hollywood Studios. It is so the, the lightning lane they're going for is Slinky Dog. It Slinky looks like Dog, after 2 p.m. Yes, yes, from what I can tell. Because they're going for the virtual queue at Guardians and they're going for a individual lightning lane at Rise, but it looks like the first lightning lane they're going to go with their Genie Plus is it after two for Slinky Dog. So here's what I'm thinking because, and I think it would depend on the park that you're trying to make the lightning lane right. for. So- if you're trying to make it for studios, it would be two hours after that opening. Right. If you're trying to make it for Epcot, it would be two hours after that opening. That's what I think. That's what I think too. Yeah. I think that makes the most sense. Holy yeah. cow. Whew. We need Smoking. like, um, it, it, we need a, a Google sheet with if then conditional yes. formatting and um, yeah, the whole thing. We need a whiteboard. We need whatever. You have totally thought this out. That is awesome. Yes. That that yes. is that is pr- pretty awesome. Okay, real quick, let's hit one more. Hey, Mike, be a GP crew looking to book an ADR for Crystal Palace for upcoming trip, and I was wondering if it's possible to hit the breakfast buffet and overlap our visit to hit the lunch buffet as well. Is this possible? If show, if so, what time should we book? Lunch is served at 11 a.m. So if I book a 10:40 a.m. Would I be allowed to stay and enjoy both breakfast and lunch? Thanks for all you do. This is from Georgia. And I don't know if she's from Georgia, but that's her first name. Listener Georgia. Gotcha. Ricky, I think this is a trick you've pulled many times. Uh, yeah, yes, exactly. Yes, you can <laughs> get both meals. Uh, so uh, I would say make your reservation, though, for like 1030 or maybe even 1015, 1020, somewhere around there. That way. Because they're not going to seat you. I mean, they're, they're going to try to seat you closest to the time, but um, they may not. So if they're running a little late, at least you would make sure you got breakfast if you made it for like 10, 20, 10, 30. I think by making it like 10, 40, you're running the risk of potentially not 
getting breakfast and lunch. So I would do a little bit earlier, um, but yeah, you'll, you'll be able to enjoy both breakfast and lunch at that time. So uh, they may have an overlap too of the, the meal options. So, you know, it might take a, a few minutes for them to pull out all the stops and go to lunch, but that's what I do. And one more question, even though I said two questions ago, last question okay. of the day. This one's a quick one though, because Josh is in the live chat and he helped us out with that Sebastian Skyliner thought just a couple seconds ago any preference between mirrors connect and sunshine flyer and here's my thought i haven't done either i'm just because i've been going solo and i just grab an uber because i'm a terrible planner for myself i just arrive and i'm like oh my gosh i gotta get to the i gotta get to walt disney world uber and i'm there quick um but from my guess i'm not really hearing a difference in like experience but what i'm noticing is i think sunshine flyer is being more aggressive with possible discounts so they're kind of like the young upstart that, that wants to gain the, the market share. Mm -hmm. And so I think they're adding buses more frequently. I think that they are offering specials. If you just kind of watch the social media, I'm seeing that. So you may be able to catch a discount with Sunshine Flyer. But I think the experience is going to be similar. You're going to be on a big motor coach. It's going to take over to Walt Disney World. Pam, what do you think on that question? I, I don't know. Yeah, the other thing to note is I believe Sunshine Flyer has, um, you know, specific hours. So if you are arriving late in the evening, um, the last bus leaving the airport is at 11 p.m. at night. So keep that in mind. And maybe you weren't planning on arriving that late, but maybe you did yeah, arrive yeah, that late. So that's something to think about if there's a potential for delay. The other thing is, in addition to that, Mirrors has um, two levels of service, one that is more a shuttle and one that is more specific to you. Um, and that's something that you may want to take into consideration as well. Good tips. All right. Well, hey, great questions today, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us. We sure appreciate it. We love you to talk about all these different topics. But right now, I wish I was a primo piatto. Got to admit. But you know what? I'll be at Walt Disney World tomorrow, so I could be within like 24 hours. You never know. So follow me on Instagram and Twitter at BeOurGuestMike. I'll be posting all the pictures from Princess Half Marathon Weekend. I'm staying at Coronado, one of the most beautiful places on property. So if you need a little Disney fix, I'm going to try to hook you up. So follow me there. All right, don't forget, of course, our shows are always brought to you by The Magic for Less Travel. We are out there every single day helping our guests plan magical vacations. That's the bottom line. We want you to have the best experience every time you go to Walt Disney World. If you've been down to Walt Disney World 50 times or been to Disneyland 17 times or, you know, you're super platinum on Disney Cruise Line and, you know, you've been on The Magic 15 times, we don't care. We want that next cruise to be the best experience ever. We want your next Walt Disney World stay. Even if it's for a race weekend, that's a quick in and out. We want you to have a great time. We're always going to get you the best price possible. That's, that's, you know, we don't have to say that every time we do that, but we want to make that trip special for you every time. So we want to help you with that. Please give us that opportunity to swing by the magic for less.com. Fill out the quote form. Let us know when you want to head down. What resort do you, do you like? Who's going? What are you thinking for tickets? We'll put some stuff together for you. Some numbers, some availability. We'll build it from there. We can modify it till we get it just perfect for you. So we just want to work with you and help you plan a great trip. So check it out today over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. That one extra click helps support everything we do throughout the year. It's BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And a sincere thank you to the patrons of the Be Our Guest Podcast. You guys support everything we do. You allow us to put the show out for almost 15 years. 
And uh, our patrons get that bonus show every Tuesday. It's just about growing up here in the Midwest called Mike in the Midwest. If you'd like to join us, we'd sure love to have you. Come on over, patreon.com slash be our guest podcast. Give Ricky a follow on social media. She's at Ricky Nibs, R-I-K-K-I-N-I-B-S. Pam's at TMFLT Pam. So give her a follow. She's down at Margaritaville right now. And of course, we'll be all over Walt Disney World here soon. And of course, I'm be our guest Mike on Instagram and Twitter. Follow me as well. No live show this Sunday night because I'll be getting back from Walt Disney World late Sunday night, but uh, we'll have one the next week. So until we get back together again on Friday, and it's going to be a fun show. We've got a great idea for that one. You guys stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you real soon. You've been listening to the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon.